Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be wrapping up our final episode about 17. For now. Who knows if we'll have more later. <laughs> um, last week we covered the first half of their discography, so naturally we are here to cover the second half. Um, but before we get into that, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week in K-pop? All right. Well, it's been a semi-exciting week for me. I watched Blackpink's concert last night, the show. Um, I watched it with my coworker, and we had a really great time. Uh, we got to see Rosé's new song performed. We got to see Lisa singing and performing to Doja Cat's Say So, which was super unexpected. Um I mean, there's, we obviously got to see all the, all the songs, um, all their title tracks and everything. It was very good. It was so much shorter than I expected, um, but it was really fun and exciting. And their sets and their costumes and everything were, like, really, really good. And, yeah, it was a good time. Good time. And because we were, like, waiting for that to start and we were at my coworker's house... She brought out her Love Yourself, Speak Yourself tour uh, DVD with the L.A. show. And so we decided to like watch that while we were waiting and then watch a little bit of it after as well. And that was a lot of fun. Um, Really makes me really want to go to a concert. Still haven't been yet. Not bitter at all. (laughs) Our tickets are still good. Don't worry. I know. I would not give them up like ever. For real. I know. Ever. Hold on to those for dear life. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, and then I use Celebrity Dropped this week, and I've pretty much been listening slash watching it nonstop. Still waiting for DKDKTV to drop an explained video, even though I pretty much know what it's about. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, Katie, it's really, really good. The lyrics are beautiful. Um, excuse me i watched it the day it came out all right girl i don't know you didn't say anything (laughs) sorry (laughs) um no yeah it's very good uh i've watched people reacting to it as well because it's just another excuse to watch the video basically (laughs) yes um she even did like a special performance for one the k and it was really cool. They did a lot of like mirror tricks where it, like it looked like her dressed up, but in the mirror you could see her reflection of like a different outfit she was wearing. Um, and she like had some choreo going with it. I was like very impressed that this is like a pre-release single and not a title track. So I can't imagine how good the title track's going to be. Very excited. But anyways, Katie, what have you been up to? I actually haven't been doing all that much. I've been listening to my playlist of like recent um, comebacks. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to Victon a lot and One Us and then Golden Child um, as well as I just added Gravity because I forgot that Gravity came out with mm. um, a new album, even though I watched the music video for it. Yeah. And then AB6, I also am waiting for that to come in the mail which hopefully will be on monday (laughs) nice 
Um, but also like I was prepping for this. So I was watching a ton of 17 music videos and like reading a bunch of stuff about them, the title tracks and the music videos and stuff like that. Um, I got my one us album in the mail. Uh, I bought the dark version or the black version is real nice. Nice. It's very nice. I restrained myself. However, I don't know how much longer that restraint is going to last because I'm probably going to buy the other two. (laughs) It was a really good comeback they had. It's so good. I'm obsessed with the song Incomplete. Like, obsessed. Like, I love Mm. the title track, but that song is killing me. And I was just... I don't know. It's just so, so good. And I keep re-listening to that one song over and over and over again. So cool. Um, But yeah, I've done very little. I'm still behind on True Beauty. So I'm avoiding spoilers like the plague right now. <laughs> it's real hard. Let me tell you. I can imagine. TikTok is a death trap. Like yeah. I'll be scrolling if it's anything related to to True Beauty, I just skip it like immediately. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Sorry to but those TikTok fine. creators <laughs> that I keep skipping your videos. I'm sure they're really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. Um, this week has been pretty busy in K-pop, like in general. Um, so back, um. The week before, it was announced that BTS is going to be releasing the Essential version of the B album. Um, But along with that, they announced that they're also going to be releasing special gifts leading up to the release of the new version. And we got our first special gift today, which was from Suga. Um, It was him, like, singing the words to Telepathy. And then, like, a bunch of um, different visuals. It's, like, a short video, so you should watch it. It's pretty good. Um, it's on Twitter. Also, we also got the video of him doing um, the sword play, like, where oh. he learned the sword dance from Digita. Yes. And I don't know why no one, exp- like, every, every, I saw one of the people that I follow on Twitter, um, she was, like, army i can't believe you and i was like come on you knew you knew that the moment we saw him playing with a sword that people were gonna put him side by side with a picture of puss in boots oh yeah like don't lie to me like you didn't think that was gonna happen of course (laughs) like it absolutely happened and it is glorious it is also the fact that he bought that sword that day and was like all right let's learn this sword dance and i'm like you are out of your mind (laughs) like where did he pick it up i don't know (laughs) but the sword was beautiful and like people were putting like um the images of the video of the like the part in the music video with his um basically like dance practice with it Mm -hmm. side by side or like one above the other and it was like spot on the fact that he learned that in like a day like yeah don't talk to me don't talk to me, Yoongi. Like, you're not my bias. Leave me alone. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm OT7 always, forever. For sure. Um, But anyways, moving on. So Mark of GOT7 and his sweet puppy Milo left Korea to move back to Los Angeles to move back with his family. It was a very sweet, like, see you soon kind of moment. Um, Several of the members accompanied him to the airport and then, like, posted photos afterwards, like... um. Jackson did like Jackson was there and then Yugyum and JB 
uh, all went with him to the airport. Uh, Bam Bam has been posting so much stuff. And I was like, can you please stop? <laughs> like, Aww. emotional, like emotional. Um, but it was it was cute. Um, I did look at some of the, the airport photos. I did not share them. I just looked at them. Mm-hmm. He looked really happy. And like I saw some of the other videos from airport too and he was they were people were giving him fan letters and he was taking them and uh some reporters asked him a question of like um when will you be back like or is this like the end or whatever and he was like this is not the end kind of thing so a lot of people were like trust in god seven yeah stuff and um I follow his dad on Twitter, which I don't know if that's weird or not, but, like, he's got a lot of followers, so I feel like it's less weird. I was going to say, I don't think you're alone in that. Um, But his dad is so just, like, he shared the Dispatch Korea video of, like, Mark getting, like, coming to the airport in Korea and stuff. And, like, he changed his header to this picture that um a- an Agassé had drawn of, like, animated versions of God 7 with Mark, like, pushing the cart with, like, his dog with Milo and, like, waving at Got7 and leaving. And then she drew another one of Mark coming back and, like, running towards his family with Milo, like, running at his side. And his dad posted the first one. And then he's like, I'm going to sleep now. He goes, I'll change my header to the other one when it's true. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> That's so cute. It is really cute. He looked really happy. And he had a lot of luggage. So I'm really excited for him um it was just sort of this like bittersweet like makes it like real real kind of thing yeah um but yeah so moving on from there uh i don't know if you knew but uh shiny's back Mm -hmm. (laughs) um they did a surprise live show on youtube and v live last night just like out of nowhere (laughs) i saw some clips of it of like their new song Mm mm-hmm and they um, had posted, so they posted a countdown on their Instagram story because I saw, what is it? One of our friends had like sent it to me in a, in in our like group DM on Instagram, and she was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh, clearly that's the live show they did last night." Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you haven't watched it, they did two. They sang a song, and then they each sang their um, solo songs. They sang a solo song each. Um, cool. But dang, like, Shiny is back. It was emotional, I'm not going to lie. Um, the videos are on YouTube, so just watch them. They also announced their comeback officially, so it's going to be their seventh full album, and it's called Any Resemblance to Actual Person or Event is Purely Coincidental. Wow. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Yes. And they they changed their logo to the like a rotary dial phone. Like the center mm. part, like the dial part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that comes out on the twenty second of February. Very cool. I'm really, really excited for like Shiny's comeback. So um they also posted a global and Korea phone number and you can call it and leave a voice message for them. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. It's for an event that they're doing that's running from today until the, to the 8th. Um, I'm considering calling it, but we're going to, like, use the internet to call that phone number because I'm telling you, that's going to be expensive. It's not like a 714 or something number. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's like a global phone number <laughs> that costs money yeah. to call. Gotcha. Um, not that I don't love them, and I would definitely pay to call them on the phone, but also, like, I'm not paying to call them on the phone. <laughs> well, and you're not even, like, calling them. You're, like, no. leaving a voicemail. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's on their Twitter and Instagram if people want to check that out. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Blackpink held their first online concert yesterday and revealed Rosé's solo song, Gone, which she performed. Um, I didn't know the Blackpink's concert was super soon, and I missed it completely. Otherwise, I would have watched it. Well, it was supposed to be last month, and then they had to delay it because there was so much exposure going around. Mm -hmm. So they put it off for a month. The only reason that I knew it was going on was prior to texting you is I was scrolling on through Instagram stories and somebody that I follow on Instagram was watching the concert. And I was like, this is 26 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, whoops. Uh, and then you mentioned that I use pre-release single is out now called Celebrity. So watch that. Um, also, Jackson Wang released his first um, single of the year, which is called Alone, and the music video is out. I just watched it. It's amazing. Um, I need, like, a translation of it so that I know, like, what he's talking about, because yeah. on one of the buildings has the Olympics symbol mm. on it, and it looks very apocalyptic, like, post-apocalyptic, blah, 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 post-apocalyptic. Right. So I just need to understand what's going on. There's like a whole thing. So, um, but look out, check that out. And then I'm sure he's, he said he has 30 songs to release. So <laughs> good luck oh. to us all. Oh my God. So much content. Yeah. Um, last night was the 30th soul music awards, which I didn't know either. I've been like really out of touch. I'm like way behind. I don't know what's happening. I only um, knew because of um, the stuff being posted this morning. So Yeah, so all the videos are posted, which I need to watch. Um, but a bunch of people, that, a bunch of groups that we love all got big awards. So congratulations to all of them. They picked up awards last night. Um, so there's an entertainment company called DSP, and they are debuting a new boy group called, I think it's Mirror or Mire. Okay. It's M-I-R-A-E. I kept seeing it on the K-pop subreddit. Um, they opened all their social media accounts and they released a logo motion picture like video to announce like what their logo was going to look like. Mm. So I'm interested. Very cool. I I need more groups to stand. Let's do this. Why not? Add them to the list. <laughs> um, and also even of day. So like the day six subunit released a music video today which i just was scrolling on youtube and i was like why didn't i know about this yeah it was good yeah it's called um so this is love it was really really good um yeah just watch it that's all i gotta say it was very cute mm-hmm um, also, uh, Sung Kwan from Seventeen released an original soundtrack for Love Struck in the City called The Reason. I also watched that. I was trying not to watch, like, watch it, watch it, because I want to watch that show. Same. Same. Um, but the song is really good. Very cool. Um, and then Golden Child uh, released their newest comeback and music video called Burn It. Um, I don't... Did you watch this video? I've had it in my like lists to watch but i haven't watched it yet 
So apparently this is a music video depiction that's leading into the webtoon that they are creating based off of this. Okay. Um, this was a very intense music video that was really good. It had like zombies and stuff. Like it, it was, was like, terrifying. It was like six minutes long, which is why I think I keep putting off watching it, which is stupid because it's only six minutes, but <laughs> it's a I long kept, time. I just kept looking at it going, there must be something more to this that I need to like pay attention to. And I think that's why I put it off, but I will definitely check it out. Um, however, the webtoon is like the app that it's available on. Like, it you have to download the Korea version of the app because the mm. US one won't have it. Gotcha. Which sucks because I really want to read it because it looks really good. <laughs> well, even if you download the Korean app, it won't have English um, in the. It does, apparently. I just don't know how to download it. Right. Okay. Um, like, I'll, the webtoon itself will have English? Yeah. That's huh. what it said in okay. the, the article that I read about it. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it that I know of. There's like other stuff. There's like a bunch of comebacks next month, which I'm like terrified about, but we'll deal with it. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I know. Um. But yeah, so... I guess let's just get into this. So 17's discography that we're going to be talking about is from 2018 to present day. Um, Also, I just want to like throw out a side note that most of the time when we talk about the videos and the songs that the writing credits that we mentioned are just the members of the group. Um, Those are only the people that we're calling out. But there are other people who have writing uh, composition and arranging credits for all of 17 songs. And there's like one person that like his name appears side by side with like every song. He's like helps arrange, compose, write almost every song alongside the members of Seventeen, which is I think it's Bumzu. Okay. Him. Cool. So thank you for that, man, because all these songs are amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Just wanted to do that. I was thinking about it as I was going through and like writing all this stuff down. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so pick up where we left off last episode. We're going to start with the album Director's Cut, which came out on February 5th of 2018 with the title track Thanks. Um, this is a special album. It contains song- all the songs from Teenage plus four new tracks. Um, that was on, like, the one that was released in Korea. If you bought the one that was released internationally, it was only the four new tracks. So it didn't include the music, all of Teenage, the album okay. prior to it. Hmm. Um, so the writing credits for this album are Woozy, Vernon, S. Coops, Wonwoo, Mingyu, Hoshi, Joshua, and uh, Junghan. Yeah, so, like, almost, ev- like, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the music video that we watched was... Thanks. So what do you think? Yeah. Um, I like that it had the very like studio recording sesh kind of like vibe to it. Um it it kind of almost looked like a like a documentary of like how they're making their music kind of a thing, even though some of it might have been staged um mm-hmm. or like done for the music video, but it was just like a more natural video. 
Um, I really, really like this song. I've heard it a lot before we did this. Um, the chorus especially. I really, really enjoy the chorus. Um, yeah, I just really like that it kind of showed like more of their day-to-day -day life rather than, you know, like on stage, if that makes sense. Yeah, I said... Um... So I, I said I feel like this video gives us sort of a look at their, like, day-to-day -day because they're in the recording studio, then they're doing dance practices, then they're, like, in... Then they're dancing in, like, a cafe mm -hmm. or just, like, a place that you would go and eat. And then they're backstage because they're, like, getting their makeup done and they're, like, getting ready. And then it looks like they're, like, in a parking structure yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so it sort of gives you, like, this, like, look of their day-to-day. Also, I think, I believe that this video was, like, um, that this song was specifically, like, written as, like, a thank you for mm -hmm. all the fans and everyone, like, staying by their side the whole time. That's, that's cool. I mean, the song is called Thanks, so that's pretty much, like, can't really <laughs> pick something different for what it could mean. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, next we have... Uh, we Make You, which came out on May 30th of 2018. This is their Japanese debut mini album um, with the title track Call, Call, Call. Um, and this album featured unit songs and then two group songs. And the writing credits are Woozy, Vernon, S. Coops, uh, Wonwoo, Mingyu, June, The Eight, Dino, and Hoshi. And then we watched the music video Call, Call, Call. Um, I just have a lot of comments about people's hair. Yeah. Because. Definitely. Okay. So I mentioned this last time. Like, I don't remember who I, like, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but I've like never really been bias wrecked by Woozy before. But in this video, right? Oh my God. Well, I got bias wrecked hard during Light of Flame. Like, yeah. At, in the, in the, in the, um, the concert. But. Yeah. But this like, I. Half of my notes are about Woozy for the song. <laughs> I just have Woozy WTF the hair plus leather jacket combo. I was like, what is happening? Literally, I put Woozy in the leather and slicked hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was it like, was... Woozy really looking good in this one. Like, I was just like, I was having a moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, get, I get wrecked by his voice constantly. And obviously, like, every song he's written is incredible. Um, but like, I've never been like bias wrecked hard by Woozy until the concert. And then when I was watching this music video, I was like, oh my God. Honestly, the whole like retro greaser look is, is good for him. Like he needs Girl. to do this more often. Okay. Was it just me or were you getting like West Side Story vibes? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Cause I felt like West Side Story question mark. No, for sure, for sure. And I it was interesting how it kept going into like the more like retro look mm -hmm. than it would cuz like obviously like the aspect ratio kept changing. So when it was like kind of the more retro theme, it would go like to the square and then when it would shift to like the suits and more modern sleek look and in focus, it was like the full screen. Um but it was just it was just interesting and then like the way that they kind of like were running at each other. And then eventually colliding. It was, <laughs> I was like, what's going on? These two concepts are colliding. 
And then they like switched into being like in modern clothes at one point, like in yeah. regular clothes where they weren't in the suits or the like greaser biker kind of yeah. thing. Exactly. So I'm wondering if there was like a deeper meaning to that because I've noticed a lot with Seventeen's music videos. I wrote this down. Like they tend to take like three concepts and like mash them into one. Not in a bad way. Like it, they pull it off really, really well. But like this is the perfect example of that where they take like this very like retro theme. They all look like like greasers straight out of like West Side Story. And then you take like them in these full like monochromatic suits and like it's very modern. And then you have the like more casual clothing and you're going, what does this mean? (laughs) So I think that in the concept of West side story, you had the sharks, right? Who are the people that are wearing, um, had the motorcycles are wearing the, the leather jackets. They're like those people. And then Mm -hmm. the suit version of like, of the other half of the group is going to be your jets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made sense because they do meet in the alley, like in the parking lot or in the parking structure or wherever they are, um, like to fight, yeah, like the suits versus like the jets versus the sharks. And I'm like over here, like just throw some, you know, West Side Story dance moves in there. Mm-hmm. When you're a jet, you're a jet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool. It would have been cool. They they could have pulled it off, honestly. Wait, do I have my people backwards? Were the Jets the people that were in the... I don't know. Nobody come at me for my bad remembrance of West Side Story. It's okay. West Side Story is... It is what it is. It's just Romeo and Juliet modernized people. Just exactly. So you know, and then that's been modernized a million times. But um, the only other comment I have here is one woo with two heart eye emojis after it. So... Mm. Yes. I was also being biased right by one woo. <laughs> I don't remember at what point I texted you to tell you that I basically biased the entire the entire hip hop line. Exactly. I don't remember what at what point that is. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, okay, so moving on to the next album, which is You Make My Day, which is uh came out on July sixteenth of twenty eighteen. The title track, Oh My. And then the writing credits on this album are Woozy, Vernon, Escoops, Wenwoo, Mingyu, Dino, and Hoshi. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but there is sort of a trend going on where specific people always help write music besides yeah. Woozy. Um, and we watched two music videos for this. Um, we watched Oh My, which is the title track, and then Holiday. Um, I just want to give a side note on holiday which is that it was directed by one woo and all filmed completely by 17 nice which makes sense yes and when we talk about holiday i have lots of things to say because it's like legitimately like one of my favorite videos of 17s like ever oh very cool okay so let's start with oh my um i'm just gonna throw out there that the synchronization in the dance moves is way apparent in this video which is like insane yeah i put in all caps the intro choreo because just right out the gate it was just like boom perfection like okay Mm -hmm. um i also love that they do the the 12 square i think it's 12 yeah where they do like the three by four members where they're in a perfect square 
mm-hmm. and then they have the one member like standing out from them when like they're singing. They do that frequently, and uh, they do it a lot in this video, and I like obsessed with it. I love it. So I can't. I've read something else like before we jumped on to talk. Um, that I think it's this video that there's like there's potentially like an underlying concept where because they're like all it's like majority of them and there's like one person who's like outside of all of them which is Mm -hmm. one woo like he's the one that's not part of the group like Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's controlling them i think that's this video because they're like moving Mm -hmm. in different ways but it looks like he's controlling them because i think they're saying that like because like as you go further along like the concept becomes more apparent i have to find that article again that makes sense because there's like parts where they're almost like marching or like the they're like making a big x but they're like moving i don't know it it's very synchronized but almost like they're being controlled so that makes sense mhm um another comment i have is cloud woozy <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> because he's like it is so striking when he pops up like in the clouds because he is the same color like his his skin tone is like the same color as the clouds but his eyes are like not and he has like super dark like red lips Mm -hmm. and it's just like amazing and terrifying like all at the same time (laughs) i really like the color wash on the video as well Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. it's just very pretty um, I really like the cuts between them doing a dance move and then they're wearing different clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really like that. Um, also, like, this will become important later, but there's a part where you see them running, and but they're always running away from the camera. Like, they're never running at the camera. Oh, interesting. I think that's this one. Or maybe that's Thanks. Nope, I put this in the wrong spot. Thanks always has them running away from the camera rather than toward it because that becomes oh. a, a important thing later. Gotcha, gotcha. I didn't scroll up high enough on my notes when I typed that in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my bad. It's all good. Song's um, really good as well. Just mm-hmm. really like the song. It's it's super good. Like each one of their title tracks is like ridiculously good. <laughs> For real. Um, okay, holiday. I have this song stuck in my head all the time. Aww. Um the first thing is that they Film this in Los Angeles. Like, they were, like, mm-hmm. living in a house while they were staying in L.A. Because I think they were here for, like, a while. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. I was like, this this has to be L.A. Yes. So they were, like, staying in a house in L.A. Like, they were renting, like, an Airbnb kind of thing. But it makes sense because there's 13 of them. So that's a lot of people to, like, put in a hotel. Oh, for sure. Um, So renting a house makes sense. Also privacy. Like, it's much more private. Uh, So they're staying in a house. They went to Six Flags, mm-hmm. which is great. But my favorite thing, which is why I love this music video, is when <laughs> when they put their hands in the air and they're doing like the hip thrusting and then they yes. stop as like another member comes in and watches them and then they start doing it again. Yes. And then like as each person joins, it's so funny. <laughs> it was. It was like a constant bit where they would just walk up as if like, oh, what are you doing? boom (laughs) they just like go straight into it it was so good it's so funny and like um they've carried that bit for like ever because there are different times and like different things that i've seen with them that they do that oh it's awesome um 
but yeah, it makes me laugh every single time. Like when I watched that first one where uh, Hoshi was doing it and then it was DK and then the eight and then Mingyu. Mm-hmm. I like rewound it and like watched it a bunch of times. Oh, <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. I love the like home video type of music videos. I love them so much. It kind of feels like you're on vacation with them, like, throughout this yeah. whole video. It feels like you're on holiday with them. Like, the part when, I think, was it Woozy running down the stairs? But it looks like you're like he's pulling the cam, like, pulling your hand with him. Yeah, I think Sanquan does one of them. I think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. It's so great. They look like they're having so much fun, and I'm just like, I love all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's move on. Um, this is about the point where I started getting real deep into like figuring out what the music videos were about. So I'm sorry. I apologize to the pri- previous uh, songs for not. Well, some of them didn't have captions, yeah. so that's fair. Yeah. So the next album is you uh, made my dawn, which came out on January 21st of 2019 with the title track home. And then the pre-release single was getting closer Mm -hmm. um so for home um home and then good to me which is another song on this album were both choreographed by Choi young june hoshi and dino and then the choreography for getting closer was done by look and hoshi so i thought that was um, important to call out um the pre-release single getting closer came out on december 25th 21st i can read 21st of 2018 (laughs) Um, and then the writing credits for this album are Woozy, Vernon, S-Coops, Wanwoo, Mingyu, Dino, and Hoshi. And then for home, I have something that I found. Um, so I just wanted to say that the lyrics to home are about wanting to be, uh, like a warm and comforting home for someone and then wanting to help them through hard times. And many fans have connected with the song's meaning. So they um, look at like uh, 17 as their home. And then the same as the other way Um, I did. I did put that. So like in the music video. So if we want to talk about that for home, um, there's the part where they're singing cause I'm your home. And then they make, they're making like the, the, the hand motions that they're making looks like a roof. Mm-hmm. Like as they're going um, up with their hands and then the part where it looks like they're opening a door. Yeah. Um, because 17 is Carrot's home and that's what they were like intending it to be. That they'll always be like the roof over their head and they'll always open the door to welcome them in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, emotional. The song is emotional in general, like <laughs> for home. It, so It definitely is. Um, this is 100% my favorite song. Okay. It's also my first song and my most listened to song. Okay. Yeah. I love this song. It's, I, I listen to it all the time, all the time. Okay. I love yeah. this song. It's really good. It's absolutely gorgeous live. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. And S Scoops is in a beret. Oh my God. It was really funny when I was reading through like articles about this. One of the tweets that were like, we get berets. Are you ready, carrots? And it's just like three of them have berets on. <laughs> yeah, because this is not the first time in this episode he will wear a beret. So. That's true. I am 
I think this is about the point where I started to die over S-Coops. So it's coming up soon where I realize that my bias is the hip hop line. <laughs> um, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I put that the choreography is just really, really good. And then I mentioned the part of the choreography that I really like. Um, I mentioned that one was deep vocals, just like, oh, they're yeah. so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's always really funny when you're like, oh, 17, who are your vocalists? We're like, 17, who are your, yeah. um, <laughs> who's, who's the rappers? Uh, 17. Who's the performance? 17. 17. Um, but yeah, like one Wu's deep vocals are just like they're like beautiful. So good. Um, there's a lot of eye contact going on in this video. Where yeah. like they make eye contact with the camera and I just feel like they're like staring deep into my soul. I'm like, okay, like I get it, you're my home, but like calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the eye contact's too much. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is the video where versus like thanks where like they're running away from the camera. In this one, they're always running towards it. Right. Like they're running towards their home mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like they're running towards their fans. And I'm just like, okay. Emotions. Yes. Okay. Uh, we also watched Getting Closer. I was not very familiar with this one. This is definitely the first time I had seen the video and maybe possibly heard it. Um, I've heard this song a lot. Um, I love this song a lot. Um, I also think that they, this is one of their go-to songs for concert performances too. Is this one? Mm. Um, I put that they're like, the choreography is incredible in this. Um, there's a lot of clocks going on with like time and midnight. They usually refer to time a lot in a lot of their music videos. Like it comes up later too. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, I think this is the music video where I picked my bias. Ooh. I think it's this one. Okay. I was watching it. Well, like, you know, back in the day where I was kidding myself that I'd only have one bias in 17. Mm-hmm. Um, As we all do. Yeah. I think this is the video that I bias Mingyu, the part where he throws the flower at the camera. Yes. I was like, oh, this is that video. This is the <laughs> one. So getting closer is where I bias Mingyu. Um, I'm glad that I can remember that. I'm pretty sure this is that's accurate. Okay. All right. Um, just sharing a little bit of personal information with everybody. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so next we have Happy Ending, which came out on May 29th of 2019. This is their first. Well, it keeps saying first Japanese single. So I think that's what this is. I can't mm-hmm. remember if they had more before that. I don't know. Um, it was a single. It was in Japanese. The title track is called Happy Ending. There was like two other songs on here too. It was just um, Japanese versions of songs that they had already released. Right. Um, Woozy is pretty much the only person who helped write on these. This from Seventeen, and then they he had help from other people. Um, and then we watched this video. What did you think? Um, I just really. I don't know. I put like, how do they come up with such cool, creative choreo? And also this music video is another example of taking like four concepts and mashing them together. (laughs) Yeah. There's like a street racing thing going on. And then there's like police. And I was like, is this the fast and the furious? Like what is happening? (laughs) I was very confused. I was like, what is the story here that we're trying to tell? But also looks amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also like really lo- love the way that they say happy ending. I just, I don't know. I just really love it. I love it. Um, all same, same. Um, I just want to say that I was living for June Center this oh, yeah. entire time. Like for sure, it's. It was beautiful. Like, there was a lot of June. There was a lot of the eight going on in this. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we had S. Coops and Mingyu vocals. Yep. 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 Like, Scoops is killing me. Like, he's killing me. I'm so um, sorry. It's fine. I'm not upset about it at all. Um, <laughs> I just put I put S. Coops and Mingyu vocals with a heart eyes emoji. <laughs> I know. I kept putting emojis in mine, too. <laughs> like, anyone's going to read <laughs> Nope. Nope, they're not. Um, I also said that I just can't get enough of Sunquan's vocals, like, ever. Oh, I know. Seriously. Like, I will never get tired of hearing this man sing. His, like, falsetto is just... I can't. It's very good. Okay. Um, I sort of merged these two into one, because, like, I had it separated, but whatever. Um, we have an ode which is uh, their third full album, which came out on September 16th, 2019. It's honestly hard to believe how long ago this album came out. I know. I feel like it's like one of their more recent ones, but it's not. No. I mean, it's their most recent full album, which means, which I feel like, I feel like they might be coming out with another one. So I'm telling you right now, pay attention to... Um, the 7th of February. I feel like something's going to get mentioned that day. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I saw some tweets that in the music, in the VCRs for the concert, they kept referencing 2-7 in, like, it was shown a lot. Hmm. Interesting. As, like, the date. And I'm like, oh, oh, something. Something might be dropping. Cool. Or, like, they're going to tell us that they're going to drop something. I don't even know. Right. Fair. And then they were also unusually quiet. Mm-hmm. And they're and then and then they're loud again. So maybe it was just like they were quiet for like five minutes. Fair. fair. Um, but anyways, so an ode came out on September 16th of 2019. The title track was Fear. And then the pre-release single was Hit, which came out on August 5th of 2019. And then we have our writing credits, which is Woozy, Vernon, S. Coops, Mingyu, uh, Wanwoo, uh, Seungkwan, The Eight, Dino, and Hoshi. And then I sent you this really, really great article about fear. Mm-hmm. Um, which was crazy, like, reading through this. So I'm just going to read, like, the part that I wrote. Um, so in talking about the music videos, so in talking about fear, so this video in particular... Um, is about Seventeen's fear. Like they're all of the members together have different fears, and they're depicted in this. So it's the fear that they have. Um, the fear. Some of the fears that that are depicted in this are that the fear that they are no longer recognizing themselves, as well as the fear of their career ending and losing their fans. So in the video, each of the fears are laid out visually, and then by the end, when S. Coops and Woozy meet, when the clock has reached zero. Um, they're ready to confront those fears. That's pretty much like, that's like high, le- high level um, 
like explanation on like kind of what the video is about. Um, but the article that I sent you, it's really interesting because they do this really well where they put in both modern and na- natural things together. And it's kind of weird. Like when you're looking at it, like the way that they have the air conditioning ducts, but they have it draped in a way to where it looks like a forest. Yeah. Um, and then like the fear of them, um, of their idle career ending, which is, um, I think it's with Dino. He's like standing there at a single mic with, uh, 12 mics suspended from the ceiling where he's like alone and all the members are gone. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then them losing their fans because they're no longer good enough. Like, these are all fears that they have. And then at the yeah. very end, you have S. Coops, who's the leader, and then Woozy, who's the person who's responsible for making all their music, meet together. And then they um, are basically are ready to confront their fears. Uh, also, like, throughout the video, S. Coops shows up in each of their, each person's fear, mm-hmm. like, showing that he's, like, the leader who's trying to figure out, like, how to fix it, like, how to find all of their fears so that they can come together as one and confront everything. I liked all the the parts of the article where it talked about the imagery in reference to Dead Poet Society mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. We'll include the link to those articles in the description because if you guys haven't read it, very, very informative. Yes. Um, I really like the visuals in this music video overall. Um, the eight and Joshua were probably like my favorite visuals in this, especially the part where Joshua is like completely washed out. Mm-hmm. And um, because that's supposed to be them no longer recognizing themselves. It's like the fear of you being so transformed in a way that you can't see the person you are underneath anymore. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like this song is interesting because it's both super powerful, like it has super powerful vocals as well as like a softness at the same time. Mm hmm. Like, because you have soft vocals with powerful vocals and then, like, intense rapping and stuff. Like, it's just, like, a very well done song. It is. It's, I don't know. I feel like this, I put, this is their era of visuals. Like, I feel like this is where their music videos moved even more so to, like, not even just their group choreography, but, like, they'll do their individual, like, close-ups and everything is very like visually important um in terms of like you know meaning behind it or just the fact that it looks amazing it looks like art um i also wrote i've determined by this point that vernon's voice wrecks me girl yeah like a lot of these songs i knew more you know uh through just listening to the song but then i realized like like different favorite parts of my uh, sorry my favorite parts of the songs were always vernon's parts and i was like oh okay (laughs) i see a common theme here vernon has a great voice so i understand i just really like it yeah like i get i get wrecked by the vocal line like always like Mm -hmm. That's how DK became my one of my like ten biases in this group. 
Also, the dance move at the the oh 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 yeah yeah oh like yeah, it's like the slow like ooh. Oh my god, with the hips where they're like yes. their hands are like their thumbs are in their pockets and they're yes. just like oh oh and like oh, they're yeah, moving yeah, yeah. like their shoulders and their hips. I'm like oh oh yeah. I'm like <laughs> imagine how that is live, bro. Like Mm-mm. in person, couldn't do it. Couldn't it's, do it. It was I got wrecked hard by this one, and then like hit is also oh my god, like super good. They have this. It's really funny because Seventeen has this like remarkable ability to put out a pre-release single that you're just like, this is not the title track. Like, are you out of your mind? Honestly, like I didn't know it was the pre-release until you said it, and I was like, that was a pre-release. What the heck? Like. <laughs> Yeah, because they're on the same album. Well, and like Hit, the music video, the editing for that is freaking insane. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And like the song itself is so good. It's so good. And Water Dances, I'm sorry. Always. Always shook with the Water Dances. Yeah. Um, I put that this song is super powerful. Um, I have determined that through K-pop, I have become a sucker for the suit with no Ooh. the suit jacket with no shirt on. Oh, yeah. I put, Mingyu needs to calm the F down in this one, and it's specifically for his outfit. <laughs> There's a person later on whose outfit just needs to calm down. Um, oh. But... Oh my god, Mingyu's suit in this is so, like, all of them. I love the, like, button suit jacket with no shirt underneath because there's so many groups that do that now, and I'm just like... It's a look, and it's a very good look. (laughs) It's it's super, super good, because they did that same... That was the look that they had at the LA Comic Con 2019 when they did Very Nice was that. Yes. Also, Mm -hmm. because I think they played Hit. Maybe I imagine they did. Did they? When did when did I say this video? August fifth. Yeah, because I think KCON was like after this. Yeah, that makes sense for twenty nineteen. So yeah. Oh my god, the powerful choreography, and then I really like the part when they're standing on the pillars and they're like just singing together. Mm-hmm. Is I just put wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we watched one more video, which was Snapshoot, um, which is another one of those like special videos that they filmed themselves. So it was filmed in LA. It was directed, written, edited, everything. Like the credits at the end was just Mingyu the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Through the whole thing. So like Mingyu did pretty much everything. Um, I don't know. I, okay, so Snapshoot is such a great song, but my favorite part is the part with Dino, like, always. Mm-hmm. Like, the really quick lines that he has. Yeah. Um. So I think this was filmed in LA and New York, now that I'm thinking about it, because I think they were in Times Square at one point. Yeah, I kept putting, like, I'm assuming LA, but then there were certain clips that I, like, I, I was thinking that maybe they were touring and so maybe they were filming it like all across the u.s i think they filmed this video while they were on the part of it while they were on the anode tour because they started on the east coast and then their last concerts were in california san they were in la san jose and seattle those are the last three shows that they played yeah so it must have been they just kind of 
shot it wherever they could. Mm-hmm. Um, Walgreens cameo, like Walgreens was like just very clearly in the video. <laughs> I also really like the Mustang that they're like driving just mm. up and down the street. And then it was yeah. like U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> I saw that. It's like blurred out. Um, but yeah, I love all the videos of them like shooting it mm-hmm. and everything. And oh, it was cool. It was very good. I love those videos. Snapshoot is such a great is a great song. It is. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun song. Okay. Moving on to Fallen Flower, which came out on April 1st of 2020. This is their second Japanese single. Um, obviously, the title track is Fallen Flower. Um, writing credits on this album or this single album go to Boozy and Dino. And then I have some notes on this music video. I read this like really great. Um, I think this was the Tumblr post that I read about this. It says the song Fallen Flower contains uh, sentimental lyrics uh, along with a clear touch of spring. Oh no, this is a different, a different article. Never mind. Anyways, move, keep. I'm gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> with a clear touch of spring, and it carries a hopeful message. And now I'm a falling flower, but, uh, but that fall is not the end, but a new beginning. Um, and then this is the Tumblr post that I was reading. So okay. I, the post that I was reading, um, said that the song refers to a Japanese flower called, um, I think it's Sakura. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, which only blooms once a year. So in the lyrics, it's mentioned that the tree and the flower endure so many hardships just to bloom once for others, which could refer reference all the hardships that 17 went through to achieve what they have today. Um, And then one of the lyrics, it says, um, unclear future becomes clear with my encounter um, with my encounter with you, which is 17 keeps on going because those harsh times um, through through those harsh times, uh, because their supporters are out there. That's uh, pretty. Yeah, and then the person who wrote this was getting like really emotional about specific lines in this. So Aww. she, uh, the person like um focused on Vernon Mingyu and Wenwu's parts that they hold a lot of emotion. So Vernon says, "We live the past as though it's our final." Oh. And then Mingyu and Wu say, as you um, loved me for who I am, that's why I won't take you for granted. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was really... I was like, this person's correct in being moved by those specific words. Yeah. Um, it makes a lot of sense. It's really, really beautiful. And um, I think they're really trying to express that, like, even though the, the flowers that bloom and they fall, but it doesn't mean that it's not like that that's it and that um they know how much love that the fans have for them and that they'll never take that for granted so i love that um the sets in this music video are amazing oh my god yeah it's visually stunning Mm -hmm. i put it so artsy and it's pretty and it's a pretty song Mm -hmm. um i love joshua's like falsetto like Mm. his range is just like breathtaking on like how high he can hit it's just beautiful it is um i was living for everything with june uh junhan and the eight like all of them like everything that happened with them them getting center and like tons of stuff. I was just like, I'm living for this. 
Um, and the only other note that I have is that Hoshi's moves are always breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Uh, our next album is going to be Harange, which is uh, came out on January 22nd of 2020. Um, the album sold over a million copies during pre-sale. Wow. Yeah. I think by the pre-release single, it had already sold 1.06 million copies. Wow. That's intense. That is. Um, so the title track for this album is Left and Right, and then the pre-release was My My, which I didn't realize was a pre-release for this album. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know that. I was thinking it was because I remember it coming out before Left and Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it came out on June 12th of 2020. Um, we have our writing credits for this are Woozy Vernon, Wanwoo, Mingyu... <laughs> Hoshi and S. Coops, I misspelled Mingyu's name and I put Mingai. Oh. <laughs> or Mingai, sorry. He is a guy. I'm so sorry. And then the music videos that we watched were My My and Left and Right. And then um, I just wanted to ha- have a little note about the album overall. So they said when they released um, the most recent one um, that the previous album, referring to this one, is A Journey of Youth. Because it told the story of them chasing their dreams while facing several challenges along the way. That's what this um, album is about. Wasn't this the first album that came out after big hit labels took over their entertainment company? Yeah. Yes. This is in the midst of COVID. This is post their European portion of their tour getting canceled. This is after big hit um, purchased... Uh, Platus Entertainment, and then Seventeen was now underneath, uh, seven under Big Hit. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so let's talk about my my. Um, I read another fancy article about this. Don't think I sent you this one. No, that's okay. Um, so the video features aspects previously seen in other music videos. That's what's going on in this one. And then through the lyrics, 17 pens an uplifting letter to themselves and listeners on their journey of self-discovery. So in the video, Vernon's making jam, which is actually much more impactful than originally, like you would think, because he's just making jam. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, uh, Vernon said that we are born and we produce fruit. And then with those fruit, we make jam and then we share it. That's what he's saying. Interesting. Um, because Seventeen is aware that they have the potential to bring joy and meaning through their music, which they choose to share. And that this music video, this song, is just a jar of jam. Like, wow. that they're sharing with the world. That's such a, like, a super interesting way of basically saying, like, we as humans have worth to this world that we bring and share with the rest of the world yes exactly that's, that's fantastic i really um, like that I, I do too that was really sweet and it was really weird where, like when the jam started like singing for vernon like singing his lines which was really funny yeah um so what this like 
video is referring to is that uh, the 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 song itself suggests that you can still return to your roots while still moving forward because there's like i think it's this i'm pretty sure it's this video um that there are like multiple callbacks to previous videos like there's i think there's like the basketball court from monse and then there's like other things that are clearly from other music videos in this one interesting because they're on the boat right this is the boat one where it's like super cheesy cgi like it's really bad but it's funny yes yes kind of thing um they also make fun of the fact that because there's so many members it's really hard to fit all 13 of them in frame so they actually made them like smaller which is like when they're standing around the pool the cgi pool thing Mm-hmm. and they are actually making fun of the fact that like they had to like decrease the size of the members in order mm. to fit them into frame nice so okay what do you think about this video yeah i thought it was a cool concept um definitely like more cohesive um and i wrote down the pink peach hair that s scoops had was very good (laughs) (laughs) i love it yeah um i said that all as always the video is visually stunning in certain aspects the bad cgi is just bad which i just love yeah um and then i'm totally here for the alpacas that are just randomly in the scene with (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much true um and then next we have left and right which is the title track so i um wrote some stuff about that so the song enthusiastically encourages the listener to just go for it in life following path uh following paths without too much concern and adding an, an on the important message that sometimes it's okay to not be doing your best after all life is tough sometimes um and then like in the article that I read, it had a tweet that says in the video, Joshua points at one of the uh, points, one of the arrows up to show that we are not constrained to just go left or right, that we can make other decisions. Hmm. Cause cool. if you notice all the arrow signs are either pointing left or pointing right. And then he like turns one to show yeah. that like, we don't have to just go one way or another. There's not only just one decision that can be made that there are other choices out there cool um and then the part where they're like lined up to go racing like Mm -hmm. to run it says the race part symbolizes that life is not a race but it's your own timeline and doing your best doesn't mean that you have to compete with others nice i like that um what are your thoughts I'm assuming the part at the end where the car is like crashed into the ground and he like stumbles out and then just starts dancing is like to not take your troubles like too seriously and to keep finding enjoyment maybe out of life past that. Yeah. I mean, he literally like his his car was like sticking out of the car and then he's like out there. He's like, left in, right. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I loved it. I remember the first time I watched this video, I just remember being like, dude, this is super catchy. Like, this is going to be a massive hit. And it was. I feel like it was, like, all over TikTok. It had such a catchy, you know, chorus, but also, like, very easy dance moves that people could pick up easily. Um, 
like whenever you and I listen to this when we're together, we always have to do like the hand movement or the arm movement. Like, do do you think I don't do this in the car by myself? You're out of oh. your mind. Oh no, no no no! I do I I do as well. I'm just saying like I just remember like the two of us did it when we were in a car together. Yes, we did. You know? We definitely um, did. And I also marked that this is the return of Scoops in a beret. So. <laughs> <laughs> very important notes i was taking you, um that you were you were no but i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed um this era honestly i loved i i think this is like i think the first era that i was like actively engaged with 17 was an ode like the previous mm-hmm. one and then this one just like i mean we were in the middle of like one of the worst parts of covid Right. I yeah. mean, we're, we're still there, but I mean, oh, yeah. this is like post me having attended two seventeen concerts and I was just like totally enthralled. Like if I hear this song ever, I'm always like, ha ha, like doing all the <laughs> dance moves. I'm like in the car and people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, left in, right. Rip it, rip it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it's it so, so much. It's so good um okay so next we have 24 hour which is um their first japanese mini album came out on september 9th 2020 um my dad's birthday just in case anybody needed to know that um just saying (laughs) um the title track is 24 hour um it's the title track and it was the pre-release. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So like the album came out in September, but they actually released the song and music video for this album on August 24th. Interesting. Okay. I have also noticed that they do that a lot with like when they release Japanese albums that a lot of the time, like the song that's like the title yeah. track comes out early because we saw that with like BTS and then like uh, Got7 did the same thing and like several other groups mm-hmm. that do Japanese albums yeah it's almost like they do it in like a very western style kind of way where they drop the single first and then the album comes out like a couple weeks later after they promoted the single yes yes um so writing credits we have woozy the eight hoshi dino s coops one woo mingyu vernon um and then i put for this video i said in the music video most of the clothes are like a sharp contrast to the background so it's like a really light background and they're wearing really dark clothing mm. um and then most of the formations resemble a clock with like one member in the center and then the rest of them and like representing the hour hand and then all the other members representing the different hours on the clock to form 24 hours like a full yeah a full rotation of the clock that's super cool um so what do you think um i was and still super obsessed with the song i don't even think i realized that it was a japanese uh comeback i thought it was just like their next comeback and i was i was all for it and then i realized and i was like oh sweet um i just i don't know i feel like this was promoted much more than sometimes the japanese comebacks are that's why i think i thought that it was one of their regular comebacks um but i love it i love this song there's just something about it that really catches my interest and i had it on my 
like my new comebacks playlist forever and I had to be like okay I have to take this off because it's been months and it's not a new comeback anymore (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't because I was tired of listening to it it was like okay I need to like actually have this be my new comebacks and move this to my favorite k-pop playlist (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was really mad I had to take it off (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no I really really liked it yeah I do yeah the production's really good that's all that's yeah no it's it's really really good it's very visually stunning all of their like their japanese songs are always just visually stunning like you can't tell the difference at all in production yeah which is maybe just because like they their japanese comebacks have been very recent they're like like, remember when we watched yeah yeah, like remember when we watched got sevens and like you could tell a distinct different like even with twice like their early japanese comebacks like Mm -hmm. there's a very clear difference in production and like money wise um but here like if i didn't look at the song details i wouldn't have known or Mm -hmm. i mean i probably would have known by hearing it but barely um i just said omg mingyu so much mingyu (laughs) (laughs) i was having an absolute meltdown over yeah mingyu in this video um also i think it's here when i realized that i was a hip-hop line um stan yeah plus a smattering of others because 17 just can't have one bias no it's Um, not possible it's the one woo crop top that's what got me (laughs) (laughs) yes because like mingyu is center a lot of the time so like when you see him like his like he looks really good and like he's it's... killing it. And then just off to like when I'm watching the video, just off to his left is one woo crop top. Mm. And like I'm like, oh Mingyu, no <laughs> like, You're just like back and forth, back and forth. I was like, who do I watch? Who do I watch? <laughs> um, we also got, as always, tons of June Center, which I love. Mm-hmm. I live I live for June Center. I can't let him be a bias. In my world, there is no bias records. There's just Katie's biases. And then, yeah, that's the group. Yeah. You're like, I love them all, but I also bias half the group. That's accurate. Um. Okay. So last but not least, because we might be having another comeback soon. Who knows? Um. We have the most recent one, which is Semicolon, which came out on October 19th of 2020 with the title track Home Run. I was actually shocked when I was like, oh, wait, they did not have a pre-release for this album. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Um, They did not. So uh, Home Run. Uh, writing credits for this one are Woozy, Vernon, Sungkwan, Dino, Hoshi, Wanwoo, S. Koops, and uh, Junghan, Joshua, the 8, and DK. <laughs> so many people. That's it was literally everyone but June. Like there's only like one member not missing like that oh. didn't participate in writing. Dang. Yeah. Um okay, so I have some stuff about the album and then the song itself. So the song is all about um being strong and then not giving up. Um this album is intent to be sending the message to Carrots to continue fighting for what they want. Um, they compare life 
to the game of baseball, which is like obvious because the song is called Home Run. And then each ball that comes towards you is another obstacle you'll have to face. And the moment you ever overcome it, it feels as good as a home run. So it's like even the small things that come at you, like the small obstacles, when you overcome them, it feels as great as hitting a home run. Yeah, I like that. Um, And then the article was talking about, like, the journey toward their dream has no ending, so it's important to take a step back and relax. Um, When the time comes to continue again, you'll be stronger and more refreshed. Mm. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And then the album itself featured songs that uh, were sung by the different age lines, which I didn't realize until right now. Oh, okay. Like making this. So this uh, song, Do Mi Re, was the 98-99 liners, which is uh-huh. Sung Kwan, Vernon, and Dino, um, which is ridiculous. I should have realized this because I literally watched all them perform all these songs like at the Incomplete concert, which was mm-hmm. beautiful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, hey Buddy, which is the 97 liners, which is the 8, Mingyu, and DK. And then Light of Flame are 96 liners. June. Hoshi, Wanwoo, and Woozy. This is where I got officially biased right by Woozy visually. And then Hoshi like just came right behind him and he was like, hey, what's up, girl? I'm like, no, get away from me. <laughs> um, and then the last song is Ah Love, which was the 95 liners, which is S Coops, uh, uh Junhan, and then Joshua. Cool. What did you think of this song? Um, so I realized that I, I, I thought I had seen this music video, but apparently I have not seen it all the way through. And I was, I know I was shocked because I've seen like so many of their live performances of this that I was like, how did I not see the music video? (laughs) Cause I kept watching it going, wait, I don't remember that. Wait, I I don't remember that. Wait, I remember that, but I don't, like, I was so, like, all over the place. So, it was very good to see it all the way through. Um, I liked the storytelling that they were doing. And um, I really like when they perform under the marquee, Mm -hmm. like the theater. Um, it's It's just visually stunning. And I like when they have the, like, the big lights and everything. Um, but yeah, I've seen like so many live performances of this song that I was just, I guess I assumed I had seen the music video as well. Oh my. I I know, but I really like it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I really like when they do, they switch from color to black and white and then back to color. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. And then I just, um, I have Hoshi in all caps with several exclamation points. And then I just put that as all. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, Hoshi was killing it during. Was like Hoshi's always killing it, but he especially is killing it during this era. I'm just gonna no for sure. He Um, stood out a lot. Oh my god, like too much. (laughs) Um, this is also the era that forced me to finally accept that I'm a DK bias. Yeah, it is. Um, specifically because we watched another video. Um. And I just put that I love the choreography in this mm-hmm. a lot. I love it a lot. It's really, really good. Um, and then the very last video that we watched in relation to this is I wanted, basically, I just wanted an excuse to watch it for like the 20th time, which is the James Corden performance yeah, of I wasn't Home mad. Run. 
I wasn't mad. It's so good. It's like way better than it has any right to really be. Honestly, it it's I've been enjoying like I I feel like either James Corden is like giving them a budget or like he's basically saying like feel free to go crazy. Mhm. And like all the performances that he's been getting from K-pop groups have been fantastic. One of the things that I specifically love about Seventeen is that they will perform the same song over and over and over again, but it's never the same performance, like, ever. No, No, for sure. It's very different all the time. Like, you've watched how many performances of Home Run, and then you watch the James Corden one, and it's completely different. Oh, totally. Totally different. Um, when I watched the the their show, the incomplete um live performance, they said that they like to do restagings mm-hmm. of their songs all the time, and they did several of like songs that I've already heard a bunch of times live before. Like I've seen them and they perform them often, but the staging was completely different, and it makes it feel like an entirely new version of the song. It keeps it fresh, mm-hmm. honestly. And it keeps it from your the song becoming irrelevant. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I have a few notes that I wrote down about the James Corden performance because it's legitimately like one of my favorite videos ever. Cool. Um, I love the lighting changes. Mm-hmm. Um, they also like I watched the reaction video that they did to their own performance and they're like, whoa, the lighting. Like every time they would change mm-hmm. from like it being dark and they would light up the orange lights or like light up yeah. the the white ones and they just like would lose it. Um cool. still getting wrecked by my own bias with the flower. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mingyu with the flower is just I was I still remember watching it for the first time. I was like, I am not prepared. Like when he comes out of the corner and he just like he's singing and then he smells the flower and like throws it over his shoulder. I was like, oh oh my God. <laughs> Like, oh, my heart. And there it went. <laughs> Apparently, Mingyu throwing flowers is just what gets me every time. Yes, I don't blame you. Um, I absolutely love the part where they're dancing in the straight line in front of the uh, makeup counters. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, because it really shows their sync, like how in sync they always are with all of their dance moves. It and it's so just- good. It's like visually like just makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like it just tickles my brain. It makes it so happy. <laughs> You're like serotonin. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I also just like love how each of the members kind of had the spotlight at like different points throughout the video, which I really, yeah. really love. Very cool. They got a they got a chance to highlight all of them. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And like Chelsea, we need to have a conversation about how you gotta keep scoops away from me. He came, he came to attack when he put glasses on. Oh my! I'm God. just saying. <laughs> when he started days. the video with glasses on, I was like, "Oh, so you chose violence with this? I understand. I'll, <laughs> I'll leave." <laughs> Mingyu also chose violence with the sparkles and the hair and the flower and just because it was so funny in the behind the scenes thing when they were like asking him like he needed to do something and he didn't know what to do and so he was like sticking like looking through the prop 
counter and he was like, I guess a flower. Like, I'll just, and he thought it was so awkward. And I was like, absolutely not. Did I make a gif of that? I did. (laughs) The members even were like rewinding it and watching it like 10 times. (laughs) Because it's so good. And they were like, oh my God. (laughs) They thought it was really, really good because it's such a smooth transition between um, who comes out in front of him? Who was before him? Was it the eight? But it's like such a smooth transition between the member before and then him coming out the door. Oh, yeah. It's very smooth. Oh, my God. It's so good. They're just like 17 is incredible. And people should really, really like check them out. Like, I think people forget just like how popular like 17 truly is. Mm-hmm. And the fandom is super chill. Like carrots are really awesome. Yeah. Um, and they also have the best light stick. And I will fight anybody who's who argues with me about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. That is seventeen. Three episodes. Yay. That was fun. It was fun. I love them. I hope you love them now too. I do. I really like I knew a lot of Seventeen's music, but I always was like struggling obviously to know who's who. There was like my bias and woozy and I think the eight and that was pretty much all that I could really like pick out. Mm-hmm. I'd heard a lot of the names from you and I think that that helped. But obviously, go like my favorite part of doing these episodes is like getting to know them personally and mm-hmm. like them as people and putting names to faces, that kind of a thing. So I think I am proud to say that I probably have at least 90 to 95 percent of them memorized face and name. Sick. That's, pre- that's pretty good. I'm just saying. Nice. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I worked really hard. <laughs> You'll get there. 13's a lot of people, so I get it. Yeah. I would say, like, I could, I can honestly probably pick out, like, 11 easily. The last two, I think if I, like, used context clues and figured it out, I could figure it out. But it's not, like, right off the bat, like the rest of them. Yeah. So I'm getting there. Nice. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode will be available on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-Pop podcast. Uh, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at loving K-Pop pod. Feel free to give us a follow over there. Sometimes we post more stuff. Um, and if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links for those will be included in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. And until next time, bye. bye! When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. 
or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.